Welcome to Oasis Rheumatainment, a podcast with Dr. George Munoz, Chief Medical Officer and founder of both the Arthritis and Osteoporosis Research Institute, Arthritis and Rheumatology Association Care Center, and the Oasis Institute, a fully integrative multidisciplinary clinic in Aventura, Florida. I'm Bill Klaproth, and on this episode, we talk with Dr. Munoz about chronic pain management. Dr. Munoz, thank you for your time and your insight as always. So let's jump into this. When it comes to chronic pain management, why is this an important topic to discuss? Hello, Bill, and such a good question and topic, chronic pain management. This is really important because chronic pain is, number one, very common, in the general population, and number two, it's common in everyday medical care, both in the general medical clinic setting as well as in specialty clinics such as rheumatology, neurology, orthopedics, physical medicine, rehab, and obviously the clinics of chronic pain management. So this is really a very widespread medical condition and there are many types of approaches so we want to talk a little bit about what some of these approaches are today. Well managing chronic pain is something that is needed because a lot of people do suffer from this so tell us about this new study focused on chronic pain management options and surprisingly good results out of Stanford Rheumatology and Medical Anesthesia Group. Yeah, so this was a very interesting study that was recently published. We see that the article came out in JAMA just within the past week. And since the opioid crisis is still a thing, as people would say, a multidisciplinary value care approach that applies to chronic pain management seems very important. And that's what this study looks at. It looks at what are the differences between interventional and educational models of a single session versus eight sessions of what typically has been done in patients with chronic pain in having them enroll in what's called CBT or cognitive behavioral therapy programs, for example, for chronic low back pain. So this was a randomized clinical trial by the Stanford group that really had a multidisciplinary approach, as you said, of both rheumatology, anesthesiology, and general medicine. Essentially, this study looked at the single session versus eight sessions of CBT or cognitive behavioral therapy, which is the more standard approach and which obviously eight sessions takes longer than one single session, even if it's longer. And also the eight sessions are going to cost more and actually may reduce patient access, desire, or the ability to complete the whole session group for a number of reasons. Okay, so let's talk more about the eight sessions. You just mentioned a few reasons that limit the eight sessions completion rate. What are some of the others? As I mentioned, cost is going to be one of them. So therefore, monetary reasons for patients to be able to actually afford these, they may not always be completely covered by their health insurance or they may have copays 
that if you have eight sessions, you're going to have eight copays versus one copay. And obviously that's going to affect the total price. And the second thing is time. People having to take off time to do other things from work, from family, from childcare, their responsibilities. So the single shot versus a more drawn out process is what we're looking at here. So can you explain to us what value-based care is and how does that play into the study results? That's another good question and topic, Bill. We are moving in medicine in general now to a time era of looking at the results of what we do in medicine from the value perspective. In other words, does it work and is it worth the cost of what we do in accomplishing the goals in helping patients depending on what the medical condition is? So in terms of pain, value-based care is gonna look at not only does it work in reducing pain, but how does that benefit affect the individual in having a better, more productive life, whether it's family, work, and quality of life. So this is what the trend in value-based care looks like, which is not simply bottom line, but how well does the treatment work? Right. So you said, does it work and is it worth the costs? So can you also explain to us what a catastrophizing pain scale is and what does that mean? This scale is studied and actually one of the metrics used in the study that we were talking about, the educational interventional single versus eight sessions of cognitive behavioral therapy. This scale, which has quite an interesting name, catastrophizing pain scale, means that there are certain neurocognitive and neural pathways, neurologic pathways, that chronic pain causes changes in the brain architecture, function, and neural pathways, as well as changes in anxiety, depression, and what people feel in terms of their anticipatory pain that can affect their daily function. So this scale helps us determine how we can change those neural pathways, how we can restructure thinking cognitively, and how we can help improve function by minimizing some of this major catastrophizing pain activity that sometimes is not at the very foremost of of one's recognition. So we're giving people tools to implement to be able to become more self-aware and be able to self-intervene in their daily life. Okay, so when you talk about self-intervening in their daily life, is there a special training that someone would need to do this or who can do this type of training? So this type of training would be done by a para-health specialist, a licensed clinical social worker, a physical therapist, cognitive behavioral therapist trained, as well as an individual who possibly an MD or DO, physiatrist, neurologist, rheumatologist, paraprofessional that deals with 
patients and individuals with chronic pain, but also is trained on using mindfulness techniques, breathing techniques, meditation, being able to teach it and model it, as well as self-awareness and mindfulness to be able to redirect when anxiety is occurring due to anticipation of pain in the setting of daily activities. That's really interesting, and it seems very comprehensive. And one more question, Dr. Munoz. When it comes to chronic pain management and this new study out of Stanford Rheumatology and Medical Anesthesia Group, what's the bottom line on all of this as it relates to chronic pain management? Well, the great thing is is that this can be done in line virtually or in groups, both in a clinical setting, in a more relaxed atmosphere outside of the standard medical location. But the essentials are timely, they're transferable and transforming. So I like to call them the three T's. They are also the three C's, which are cheap clinical conditioning with evidence-based approaches. So we have really more efficiency in terms of treatment option that is particularly useful in being able to reduce pain scales and works in favorably altering brain function and we're also able to change structure. So the ability to contribute to improving someone's disability from chronic pain through CBT and avoiding multiple barriers to access such as time, costs, and therapist availability are part of why this worked in this single model. So I guess what it comes down to, to me as a listener listening to you, this gives someone a more efficient way or more efficiency in treatment options, allowing them to better manage their pain. Would that be a simple way to put it? I mean, this is, this is good news. That is exactly how I would say it, and this is now probably going to become more and more the trend in both acute and in outpatient settings to begin to address chronic pain in a more efficient and more cost-effective manner. I love that. That is so good. Well, thank you for bringing this to our attention and explaining this to us. We always want the latest updates. We know we can count on you, Dr. Munoz, to give us those updates, especially when it comes to things like chronic pain, which many of us suffer with on a day-to-day basis. So as always, thank you for your time and your knowledge and information. We really appreciate it. Thank you again, Dr. Munoz. Bill, thank you. It's always a pleasure and always a pleasure to reinforce and revisit some of these more difficult topics and get some guidance for our listeners. 100% and thank you again, Dr. Munoz. And this is the Oasis Rheumatology Podcast featuring Dr. George Munoz. And for more information, just call 305-682-8471 or you can visit theoasisinstitute.com. Thanks for listening.